This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Happy New Year. The Senate is back in town today and the House will be rolling in tomorrow. They'll face a to-do list that could include the final congressional action on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell previously said the deal would have to wait until the conclusion of the impeachment process in the Senate. But since the House impeachment articles have not yet been submitted, McConnell on Friday said, We're content to continue the ordinary business of the Senate. Some of that ordinary business could include USMCA consideration. The Senate Finance Committee is scheduled to consider the implementing language tomorrow morning, which could clear the way for a full Senate vote. Scott Vanderwall is the vice president of the American Farm Bureau Federation. He says addressing USMCA prior to impeachment is just fine with him. Really, our, our attitude on that is uh, let's get a USMCA passed just as soon as we f- possibly can. And, you know, if the Senate will move it ahead of, of the impeachment thing, that's great with us. We would love to see that finalized because that'll be a huge win for us psychologically. Again, the market attitude would really improve, I think, on that. The House cleared the agreement in a broad bipartisan vote before heading home for the holidays in December. While there's expected to be some frustration among Senate Republicans over concessions given in the deal, Vanderwall says the perfect shouldn't be the enemy of the good. To hear more from Vanderwall, including his thoughts on the renewable fuel standard and farm labor, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. And for more on this week's D.C. agenda, check out our Washington Week Ahead. Another dairy processor has declared bankruptcy. Dallas-based Borden Dairy Company cited the rising cost of raw milk and other market challenges facing the dairy industry in a statement announcing their move. The company plans to continue day-to-day operations during the process. Many in production agriculture are glad to have 2019 in the rearview mirror, but as AgriPulse's Ben Nully explains, 2020 could offer more of the same. 2020 could be shaping up to be just as challenging for farmers as 2019. Chad Hart is an extension economist at Iowa State University. He says farmer profitability will depend on the outcome of trade deals, but planted acreage will be the biggest wild card. If you think about it, even with the 20 million acres of prevented planting we had this past year, we still had fairly large crops coursing through the marketing system. And so that to me, like I say, is the biggest challenge is just how big are the crops that we were going to be staring at here in 2020. And then once we figure out how big they are, can we find enough markets for them? That's where the trade piece comes in, if you will, second largest thing that I'm worried about. He fears spring flooding could be the same, if not worse, than last year. We're set up for the same sorts of problems we had in 2019. The problem's going to be that the infrastructure's in even worse shape because we haven't even got to repair everything that happened last year. And so we could see major delays in planting problems again, especially if we continue to stay as moist as we have been. Hart also noted farmers will likely get trade assistance payments again this year as the international marketplace remains unknown. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service is opening up more Farm Bill implementation changes to public comment. This time, it's changes to the Agricultural Conservation Easement Program. Matt Lohr is the NRCS chief. He says the new interim rule includes flexibility such as requiring conservation plans only on highly erodible lands. He says the plans are still encouraged and could be of use for the producer, even if the land isn't considered highly erodible. 
when a farmer has an interest in either one of these programs, it's a ranking process. So just because they want to place their land uh, under permanent conservation easements, it's not just a guarantee. They have to they have to score and rank. And certainly, you know, having a conservation conservation plan in place um, would would allow them to have more points and rank higher. But we're just taking that requirement away. All told, conservation easements cover about five million acres across the country. NRCS is taking public comment for 60 days. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.